Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Planet Pumas podcast. I am your host, Migs. And as I'm sure you guys saw on Saturday, we lost uh, 3-0 to America um, in Ciudad Universitaria. Uh, pretty bad defeat, um, especially against the city rivals. Um, never easy to, to lose against them, especially them. But anyway, um, this game was really bad altogether. Um, a first half where we really didn't really exist at all. And then in the second half, some changes were made, and uh, we looked a little better, but still not really that good. Um, the starting lineup for this game was Julio Gonzalez in goal, Freire and Ortiz as the center backs, Aldrete as the left back, Benevendo as the right back, Salvio as the right winger, uh, Alves and Meritao in center midfield, Huerta on the other left-hand wing, and then um, Del Perete and Dineno up top. So it was the return to the 4-4-2, which is for me the best um formation that we we use not too fond of the 433 but even with this um this formation you know back to things that were working um we still lost and 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 like i said the the game um was not really close at all uh, the first half you saw um pumas get dominated pretty much um and it's a miracle we didn't go down more than what was it two goals or one goal because uh, Julio Gonzalez made some nice saves. Um, but yeah, uh, let, let's break down the uh, players' performance one by one. So Julio Gonzalez did okay. I felt like um, he made a few good saves, um, but there was really not a whole lot else he could do with any of the other goals there. Um, overall, I felt like he had a solid game. But at this point, I feel like a lot of uh, fans want him to be benched, um, and they want Julio, uh, not Julio, but Gil Alcala uh, to be the starting goalkeeper. Um, so yeah, it's kind of like some people seem to like him, some people don't seem to like him. I thought he played decent today, so not too much to ask for him. But I mean, as, in general, like as a whole, the team played pretty bad. So as a whole, collectively, it was really, really bad. Um, Adrian Aldrete had a really bad game, like I think his worst game as a Pumas player. Just, just not a real, not a great game from him. He, nothing went well, nothing went right for him this game. Um, really underwhelming. Hopefully, um, he can get back to being the signing that he looked like in the first few opening matches, um, because that was just pretty bad. Um, and then in defense, uh, the captain Nico Freire. Um, I guess he played okay too. Um, I don't know. It's really hard to say much about anybody because it felt like everyone played really bad. Um, but he did okay, I guess. And then uh, Ortiz, he did okay too, I guess. Um, not a whole lot from him either. Um, and then Benevento, um, I thought this was going to be a youth academy player who would be coming from less to more because it seemed that he was progressing in the right direction um, each game. But he had a pretty bad game today, and he's had one last game against um, Barcelona and then against, uh, I think, Monterrey too. He he had a pretty poor game. But anyway, um, he didn't do really good either. Um I would really consider putting Dani Alves in that right back slot and having Benevento be bench, and then maybe we could get to a better uh, 
you know, cohesive core, um, a better starting 11 that functions and understands themselves a lot better. Um, yeah, really hope that uh, Dani Alves can shift into that right back position. And I think that would probably be better for the, the team, honestly. Um, but yeah, let's move on to Cesar Huerta. Um, he did all right, too. Um, I guess he did okay. I didn't really see much of him, honestly, uh, the whole game. But he did fine, just about as anyone could hope to do in this type of game. Um, and then Igor Merita did okay, too. Dani Alves did okay. Um, but I guess that wasn't enough. I mean, they did okay individually, but as a team, they didn't seem to really blend together. I don't think um, Eduardo Salvio had a great game either, although he did. I think he was the one that created the most amount of danger in the opposing 18-yard uh, box. And then Juan Dineno and Del Prete, not really a whole lot from them. Um, Dineno got benched at halftime, which I think is the right decision. Um, but uh, Del Prete hasn't really shown anything either. And this is his actual position, you know, before you could say that he was being played off the wing and that wasn't his natural position. But this was, you know, he's a second striker and he still didn't, uh, do a whole lot either um you know in terms of possession uh, america had 52 percent of the of the ball uh they had 19 shots to r10 they had nine shots on target we had two um shots off target they had seven we had five um so yeah they dominated us pretty pretty badly they had three big chances big chances missed one okay uh, Julio Gonzalez did make a lot of saves though Six saves to uh, Guillermo Choas too Other than that, this looks pretty bad I mean, they had accurate passes, 80% Long pass, 54% Completed Crosses, 46 And we had a really, really bad um, pass accuracy that day uh, we lost possession time uh, We lost possession 127 times uh, Tether, 126 they won a lot of uh, aerial duels um, and just about a lot of any other duels, too. They had 22 tackles to R21. So, yeah, we were really outclassed in this game. Pretty bad. Um, and I said before that this was going to be the uh, make or break or important game or some crap like that. Um Yeah, this was, if, if, if anything, anything other than a win... Um, happened in this game, which it did, uh, he would have a lot, Andres Lini would have a lot of pressure on his shoulders, and so would the player, and I'm sure everyone else in the club would have a lot of pressure too. Um, this could have been the building momentum part of the tournament where you beat the bitter rivals and then go on a potential winning streak because you're coming off a good win, and if you would have won here, I felt like what happened in Barcelona would have been uh, not as bad, still pretty bad, but not as bad as it's everyone's well it's pretty bad regardless but it just wouldn't have looked as bad um if you would have beat america here but um with this loss i mean we are getting memed out there um you know we're getting made fun of a lot <laughs> and um a lot of um pundits are also taking a dig at the team so i'm sure that uh everyone in the club is feeling the pressure um i don't know what'll happen if, you know, we lose against San Luis, that could be really bad. 
I don't know if we would change coaching staff over that, but I see that a lot of fans really want Andres Lini out. They don't think he's capable anymore, and they don't think he um, can handle the quality within the squad. Um, I've always been one of uh, his biggest supporters, uh, but it's hard to argue against what some of these people are saying because, I mean, results are the end game, and you can play as nicely as you want or you can make it to as many finals and do as many crazy comebacks as possible but if you're not going the whole way you know you're not just you know overcoming adversity with you know a full goal a four goal difference but you know winning the championship um if you're not doing if you're not winning any titles you know there's not much to to say about you um, and it's starting to uh, show that the, the that the fan base is starting to get over that honeymoon phase that we had with Andres Lignini. And, I mean, it's hard to argue with those arguments. I mean, he has not been funct- not been uh, doing so well here recently, but I think that he has what it takes to be able to get out of this situation. But, I mean, if the results don't start coming, it's going to be really, really difficult to tell anybody that he should still be the head coach of the team um it's it's not gonna get easier so hopefully he can turn this around quick or else he might lose his job which would kind of suck to see it end on such a sour note but hey it is what it is um yeah so like i said the next game is against san luis and that is on i think i believe it's on august 18th which is about oh it's on thursday nice um, so we, uh, we're the visitors here, so, um, we'll have to travel away from home and try to snatch up a win and get some, uh, momentum going because right now as it stands, we are out of the Repechaje zone at 13th, uh, behind Atlas on goal difference. Uh, we're both, they're both on even points, 8-8, eight, eight, and so is, uh, Atletico San Luis too. They're also on, um. On eight points. Um, yeah, I mean, in this type of tournament format, you know, where 12 teams out of the 18 have a chance to win the title, it really won't come down until, like, the last three games. If you can win the last three games, it feels like you can just, you know, hop in and, and, and ride that momentum wave in, in 12th spot and uh, potentially be champions. Um, but anyway, if there's not any momentum going... Um, it's going to be hard to see how this team can pull it around if they don't get a win on um, Thursday. It's going to get more and more difficult. Um, but like I said, I, I really think to make the, the, the team function a little better is to move uh, Dani Alves at right back. Um, have Dani Alves at right back, keep the defense the same. Ortiz and Fede is fine. Um, Andrade is fine too. And then keep Salvio who would have Rubalcava on the left-hand side, and then have Lopez and um, Meritao. Because in this game against America, uh, Andres Lini decided to bench Andres, uh, not Andres, but Leo Lopez, which I think was a huge mistake because he brings a lot of uh, creativity to the midfield and a lot of stability along with Meritao. Not that Dani Alves and Meritao did horrible. They did okay, I guess. But um, I really prefer... Um, Leo Lopez and Meritao both in the center of the park um, and then Dineno Del Prete up top too that would work well um, in this case I, I guess I would do Del Prete and Diogo so let's see how that works out 
but yeah, that, uh, yeah. If 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 Danny Elvis was in right back uh, position, I think things would go a lot more smooth. Because right now, things are not going smooth. There, they could be anything but that. Um, yeah. I mean, it's been a pretty rough week. Um, especially losing against America is always tough, you know, because they're the uh, city rivals and all that stuff, and there's a pretty big rivalry between the teams. So, it always sucks to lose these type of games, and um, and you know, also losing in the manner that you did is also pretty bad. I felt that America played. Um, outplayed, um, outran, outworked us this this game. Um, they obviously wanted the victory more than we did, or at least it seems that way. But um, yeah, it was a pretty bad game overall. Not not a whole lot to say other than you know it was awful. And hopefully we can improve off of this and um, find some sort of form and look like the contenders that we should have been from the start of the season. It's crazy. Um, Pumas, without these quality signings, played better than how the current team is playing now. I mean, you had um, you know, signings from the third division or the second division of Brazil, some signings from Ecuador or Peru or whatever, I think, for was uh, where uh, Corozo came from. But, yeah, they, that team played better <laughs> than this team right now. And I feel like this team right now is a lot better in terms of quality and depth as well. So I don't know what's going on. Uh, hopefully it's not the case of um, Andres Lini losing uh, the confidence of his players. Um, hopefully that's not the case, but it could be. You never know. Um, but in the any event, if he if he leaves or if he gets sacked, I hear a lot of people calling for Tuca Ferretti to come in as the head coach. Um, obviously, I think if Andres Lini were, were to get sacked, I think uh, Tuca Ferretti would be in uh, one of the first candidates to be approached for that position as head coach. Would it work? I don't know if it would. Hmm. He seems to be all right as a coach. I mean, he did stay and, and win up pretty much everything at Tigres, but then left kind of in a bad way, and then it didn't go so well for him in Juarez. But I think he's got the he's got the respect, and he being a, a club legend of Pumas, he's definitely somebody that the um, youth academy players can look up to. If you know they they supported Pumas as a as kids, but um, yeah, that would be a, a good choice, I guess. I don't know. I feel like his um, cycle has kind of already come to an end. I mean, he did a lot when he was a player, and then a coach, and then he left. And then, um, and then for him to come back, I think I don't know how well that would work. I feel like he would do fine, but I don't know long term project. What would that look like for for Tuca Ferretti and Pumas? I don't know. But um, yeah, hopefully it doesn't come to that, and Andres Dini can keep his job, and we um, pick up form and we start to win some games, and then you know everything will be dandy. I mean, it is still uh, a ways to go for this uh, tournament to come to an end. Um, so we could still very much turn it around. And like I said, in a tournament format where 12 out of the 18 teams qualify, it's you've got chances to, to, to like jump in pretty much last game, last two games, last three games. So, I mean, I know that's mediocre or whatever, but I mean... That that's what the Liga MX brings you, you know. That's that's the type of um, competition there is in the league. 
But yeah, hopefully the next game goes better. Um, I'll see you guys next time. Peace.